All right, church. Well, what a great morning being able to pray with one another, for one another. I know for me, sometimes I think that the work is done when I feel like I'm doing something. When I can point back to the things that I've produced or the way that I feel like, boy, here are the things that I did today. But I love that prayer is a moment where we take a step back and we just say, in faith, I understand that God is moving. In faith, I understand that the work isn't done when I'm doing the work, but the work is done when God is doing the work. And last week we talked about prayer. We said that prayer, that we pray with a filter, that we pray for the kingdom of God to come, for his will to be done. And I love that in these moments, we might not quite get it as a church, but what we understand is as we're praying for one another, it's almost like God is giving us a little moment to glimpse what the kingdom of God is like. In my fence, there's a, they're, they're kind of in, in between the fence panels, there are little cracks in the fences. And so every once in a while, you know, when I want to see what's going on outside the fence because my dog is barking, what do I do? I stick my eye up to the fence and I look through the little crack and I can't see everything, but I can see something partly. And that's kind of these moments as a church when we get to pray together and we get to proclaim the word together and we come together in small groups. It's like we walk up to the crack in between our world and the future coming of the kingdom and we look at it and we say, that's what the kingdom of God is about, where we're united together in the power of the spirit, where we're proclaiming over one another what is true according to the word of God. And it's these beautiful moments as a church where I'm reminded that the church is not a show. It's not a program. The church is not where we come to face forward, but the church is the body of Christ who is filled with the spirit of God. And as we're filled with the spirit of God, we proclaim what is true to one another in faith. Now, I think what we think is that faith is when we believe something or we try to make ourselves believe something. And it's almost like if I have enough of it, that God will do something. I was sharing with somebody, anybody seen Monsters, Inc. before? Okay, so in Monsters, Inc., they have something called the Scream Factory, and so they try to get the kids to scream, and based off how big of a scream they have will provide how much energy for the monster world. And sometimes I feel like that's what we think faith is like. You know, God comes up to us, and he kind of like takes faith out of us, and depending on how much faith is in us, then God will do something. But that's not how faith works. When we look at faith in Scripture, faith is allegiance. To say, listen, even though I'm in the midst of struggle, even though things are difficult, even though I might not feel it, even though I might not feel like it, I'm living in allegiance with the kingdom way, with the way of the Lord. And what we do is we come together because there are moments when your faith is weak and you're struggling and we need to be built up in the body of Christ. And I love that scripture says, bear one another's burdens because in those moments... When we come in with different burdens, what happens is we remind one another of what is true about who we are and what God is doing. And in those moments, as you respond with faith, as you respond with your allegiance to say, even though, Lord, I don't know what you're doing right now, even though I don't know what you want me to do right now, I'm still stepping forward and I'm taking steps of obedience. And as we proclaim that to one another and declare to one another to continue the journey of faith, that's the beauty of the body of Christ. And so I love these moments. Because these moments, uh, they, they, they change my mind. Because I grew up in a North American church. And what I understand is church is when I show up and somebody preaches to me. And there's songs and music and everybody else does stuff. But in these moments, I'm reminded that we are the church. 
that I'm not the one filled with the Holy Spirit as the only one capable of speaking what is true. I'm not the only one who shows up with the word of knowledge for the day or with the word of prophecy with a, a moment of a word that is fitting for this body of believers, but we together understand that the Holy Spirit is working in all of us. And as we show up and say, Lord, I'm willing to speak out your word. I'm willing to say what is true. I'm willing to walk in faith in allegiance with the way of the Lord, to walk in obedience even though I don't know what God is going to do next. That's the beauty of the church. And I think these moments as we pray for one another, we remind each other, I know that things are hard in your ministry. That for some of y'all, you all are ministering in your homes and you're ministering to a spouse who doesn't know Jesus. For some of us, we're ministering to our kids who have left the house and we're ministering to our children to show them the way of Jesus. For some of us, we show up in our workplace and sometimes we get distracted and sometimes we get worn down. I know for some of y'all, you think as a pastor, I never get distracted or worn down. There are moments where people are messy. I don't know if y'all know that. I know you, and I know that y'all are messy. And there are moments where y'all are messy, and I can get distracted if I don't remember what's most important. And those moments when I remember what's most important, I remember two things. Number one, our identity is found in Jesus Christ. And for us to take a step of faith in our life is to recognize everything that I do is based on me being found in Jesus. So I don't have to obey. I don't have to take a faith step in order to make God happy with me. Rather, all of my hope is found in Jesus Christ and Jesus alone. And so number one, as we walk in faith, we recognize that everything is found in Jesus and we always point back to him. So as we're praying, we don't say, Lord, I pray that they'd be able to check off all the check boxes on their list of things that will make you happy. We don't pray, Lord, I hope that they live a life that somehow is pleasing to you or that, that they're good enough so that when they stand before you, you're like, ah, I guess you're good enough to get in. No, we declare to one another our identity is secure in Jesus Christ. And it's only as we start there that then we make any other prayer in somebody's life. It's only as we start with saying, listen, you're already loved by God. The love of Jesus is already shed abroad in your heart by that work of the Holy Spirit that then we can move on and say, and God also prepares us for good works. God also has incredible things for you to do, not as a program of Movement Church, not as if somehow we're saying, listen, movement's going to save the world with the vision that comes from the guy who stands up front, but in an understanding that the church has always been this paradox in that we contain the power of God by the work of the Holy Spirit. But we do that work as we suffer for the sake of the gospel. And as we suffer for the sake of the gospel, as we serve for the sake of the gospel, it's there where God's resurrection power flows through us to a lost, hurting, and broken world. And so as we pray for one another and as we come alongside of one another, the beauty of the church is you showed up weak in faith, that's okay. Because somebody here showed up strong in faith and is going to remind you, don't forget to obey. Don't forget to continue in allegiance, even though it doesn't feel like your prayers are working. Even though it doesn't seem like what's happening in your life is what you want to happen. In those moments, we come alongside each other and we encourage one another to say, continue in the good that God has set before you. And then we pray over one another to be, say, be filled with the Holy Spirit. I love that as we come to be a Christian, we know that we receive the Holy Spirit. But there's this moment in Ephesians where Paul says, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. And that means that there are moments in our life where we bring all of who we are to the Lord. 
And as we bring all of who we are to the Lord and we say, Lord, I want all of you and I want you to have all of me, that there are these incredible moments where we experience the fullness of the Holy Spirit, where he empowers us to go out in a lost, hurting, and broken world to deliver the love of Jesus is not the church called the body of Christ. And yet sometimes I think what we're called is we're called the concert of Christ. We're, we're called the lecture of Christ. We're, we're called the, the fog machine of Christ. You know, as, as long as all these things are set up, no, no, no. But we're called the body of Christ. And the beauty of when we pray for one another over these ministries in our lives is we are saying, you already have a ministry that the Lord has set before you. You already have somebody that needs to be loved like Jesus would love them. And you know how Jesus loves them? Not by showing up in some cloud, not by opening up Shekinah glory. He does it by sending you somebody who's broken and messy and messed up and in all the areas of your life that you haven't yet understood what God is doing, but yet that is the beauty of the gospel, is that the gospel isn't about a bunch of perfect people doing perfect ministry. The gospel is about a bunch of broken people who are serving a great God, and it's in that weakness as we show up before one another and say, listen, all I have is the gospel, this understanding that Jesus died so that we could be reconciled with humanity and, and, and with God, and if you do that, if you walk in allegiance to him, you can experience the fullness of life, that that is what we offer. As we show up and as we offer our hands and feet, that we offer the hands and feet of Jesus as the Holy Spirit is inside of us and we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. As we show up and we pray, the Holy Spirit is praying what is true through us. As we show up and as we encourage one another through the word of scripture, the Holy Spirit is showing up through us. And in that moment, Jesus is saying, well done, my good and faithful servant, to proclaim what is true to one another. The body of Christ is called to be beautiful. It's called to be messy. And in the midst of our brokenness, the Holy Spirit, by that word of the gospel, binds us. And maybe even you've heard me refer to this idea of proclaiming the word of God to one another. What that means is that the word of God, Jesus Christ has been revealed in the words of Scripture. And as we proclaim the words of Scripture to one another, the Word of God, who is Christ himself, enlivens that to our spirit. As that Word takes root in our heart, that it is the Word of God that enlivens us from the inside out. And so it might not even feel like you're proclaiming the Word from a heart where you're saying, boy, this is all, man, I'm really in a good spot with the Lord. But the Lord can still use it because He's not using how good you are. The Lord is working through His Word and how good Jesus is to bring about life in one another. And so I love that because there are moments where I don't feel like preaching. Can I say that? Is that okay for me to say? <laughs> There are moments where I'm like, boy, I could use a word of encouragement this morning. There are moments where I get up and I say, Lord, this week I wasn't like vibing with you. I was struggling with you. And yet in those moments, I don't put confidence in what I do or what I say or who I am. I show up with confidence knowing if the word of God is spoken, it will bear fruit because it won't return to him void. And so I want to encourage us, church, that every time we show up to sit across from coffee with somebody, every time that we see somebody who needs a word of prayer, that you are empowered by the very Holy Spirit of God to proclaim that which is true to somebody else, that a word might grow and take root in them by the power of the Logos, the word of God that was from the beginning. And that same word that was speaking at the beginning to create new things is now speaking in this moment to make all things new by the power of his spirit. And it's a beautiful thing for the church to be the church. 
And so what you can expect from movement, you can't expect it to be something that you're always going to show up and it's going to be the same thing. You can't expect that, that we're just going to face forward and that it's just going to be this direction. I had a whole sermon that I was going to preach this morning. I came to Holland and I was like, I don't feel like I'm supposed to preach that. I've never done this before in the entire time I'm in ministry. I spend 20 hours a week preparing a sermon for a reason because I don't know what's coming out of this mouth. And so what I recognize, though, is that the Lord is doing something and that we peeked through the fence this barrier between us and the world to come. And we said, that's what it is to hold one another before the Lord and say, I love you enough to carry your burdens before him. I love you enough to bring him, not just in this moment, but day by day to hold you in his presence and say, Lord, don't forget your promise to this person. Don't forget your promise that you are empower them. Don't forget your promise that you would show them your love. Don't forget your promise that you would show them mercy and grace. Don't forget your promise that in the midst of their suffering, that still in that space, you can bring about resurrection power. Because it was on that very moment on the cross where Jesus was suffering, that God was preparing for resurrection. And so it is for us that we walk through this life and we live between these two worlds. But we point continually to the Holy Spirit who is bringing, consummating is the theological word. What that means is he's bringing about the reality of the fullness of the future kingdom of God into this moment. And we get a glimpse in this moment as the church. As the church is united, not because we're the same. As the church is united, not because we like the same things or have the same hobbies or the same ideologies or the same philosophies, but the church is united under one name and one name alone, and that's the name of Jesus. And so it doesn't matter if you come to Movement Church or you go to Jacob's Well Church or you go to Valley Brook Church. What I love is it doesn't matter where you go. We are one church united under one head. There's not multiple heads. It's not like I follow Matt Labby or you know what, I follow Mike Todd or I follow whoever your pastor is. It doesn't matter. There is only one head of the church who is Jesus. And so we show up saying, I'm covenanting with this body of believers to proclaim the word as the Holy Spirit has filled me, so I will pour that out so that my brothers and sisters in Christ will be blessed. And I will do it not only in their presence, but I will do it in their absence in prayer. And that is the beauty of what the church looks like, that we walk in allegiance to King Jesus in each and every moment. And that's why I love these moments because that's where the Holy Spirit shows up and says, listen, you had your plan. Let's walk in mystery for a second, Matt. You don't know what you're going to say. We're going to walk in mystery in this idea of, God, I thought that you worked through my well-ordered sermon. I thought you worked through my, my commentary work. God, I thought that you worked through the parts of me that were strong. And he says, no, no, no. In this moment, God works through that very space of weakness because it's in your weakness when God is strong. And it's the beauty of the gospel that he says, bring your weakness to me because it's in the weakness where we realize we need him. In my strength, I say, Lord, I'm good. I, I can do this on my own. But when I'm weak, that's when I say, Lord, fill me with your strength. And so for those of you who are feeling weak this morning, celebrate that you're weak because it's a moment of invitation for us to be able to say, boy, in my weakness, now I must rely on the Lord. Now I need him to meet me in this space. Now I need him to meet me in my need, whereas before I would have done it on my own. And so now in this moment, the Holy Spirit works. And I have no idea most of what I just talked about, but I hope that there's something that you did here that the Holy Spirit says, that was a word for you today. Amen. That was a moment for you today. Amen. And I believe that the word will do the work. Would you pray with me this morning?
Lord Jesus, we thank you for that work of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That we remind ourselves in this moment, on April 30th, 2023, that our righteousness, that our standing, that our identity is not what we say we are. It's not how many letters are after our name or how many numbers are at the end of our, of our bank account. It's not what other people say about us. Our identity right now is rooted in the eternal Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we remind ourselves of the beauty of that. Lord, we repent. We bring back into submission all those moments that we thought that our identity was what we did that we thought our identity was what our parents said about us, that we thought our identity was what other people said about us. And we bring that into alignment with the will of God in this moment and recognize that we have one identity, which is that we have been found in Jesus Christ. And as we've been found in Christ, we are sons and daughters of God. And we wear a righteousness that is not our own, but we wear a righteousness that is that of Jesus Christ. And so today, would we set aside our own mindsets? Would we set aside our own way of seeing the world and seeing ourselves? And would we come into alignment with that kingdom of God that says, you are found in Jesus Christ. And as you are united with him, all of the riches of the heavenly spaces are now present in and available to you, that we are seated at the right hand of God the Father in Jesus Christ. And so, Lord, may you root us and ground us in that message. May we preach it to ourselves when we get up in the morning. May we preach it to ourselves when we go to sleep at night. When somebody comes up to us and says that we don't measure up, we can say, you're right, I don't measure up, but Jesus does and I'm found in him. And Lord, may we be a community that proclaims justification our right standing before God, before others, and before ourselves based on that work of Jesus Christ. Lord, may we be a community that always seeks to say, Holy Spirit, would you fill me that I might walk in good works? May you fill me that I would walk in love. May you fill me that I would walk in joy. May you fill me that I would walk in righteousness. And Lord, would you give us a new picture of what somebody walking by the Spirit would look like? That somebody walking by the Spirit doesn't get on stages and, and get applauded by the world around them. Somebody walking by the Spirit doesn't mean that they're being celebrated. It doesn't mean that everybody knows what they're doing. Somebody who's walking by the Spirit says, it doesn't matter what anybody else does. Though none go with me, still I will follow. And Lord, may we be a group of people that say, my faith will be my obedience, my allegiance to say, no matter what you're calling me to do, I will do it, even if it seems foolish, even if it's not something I want to do. And Lord, may we be a people built up to do good works that you prepared in advance for us. And may we grow in love because we're connected with the God of love. Lord, may we recognize that sin does not come out of us when we just simply focus on our sin, but sin comes out of us as the Holy Spirit fills us. And as love fills us rightly, we respond rightly in the world. So Lord, I pray that you'd fill us with that Holy Spirit of love. That Lord, as we go into the ministries that you set before us this week, that we would know I am chosen, I am approved of, I am found in Christ, and I am powered by the very Holy Spirit of God, that in those moments when I feel like I don't got it, I can say, Lord, in you, I have what I need. And Lord, may it be the beauty of us relying on you that would be pleasing to your sight, that Lord, above all other things, 
that we might seek to walk pleasing to the Lord. And in that, that we would be able to receive great and tremendous joy. We ask all of this in the precious and mighty name of Jesus and everybody said this morning, amen. Amen. Would you stand with me? Two, uh, a few thoughts for you on the way out the door. Number one, there are prayer cards in the seat back in front of you. There are two of them for each one of us because one of those you're going to fill out and you're going to take home and you're going to put somewhere where you're going to see it every day so that you can be praying about that thing. The other one you're going to fill out and on the a coffee table on the way out the door, there's a really flashy looking little tray that you're going to put that in and we're going to take a picture of that as our team and we're going to be praying over over that throughout the week and then we're going to give that card to somebody else in the congregation and they're going to be praying over your prayer card throughout their week and what we're going to do in the following weeks is we're going to come together and we're going to say has God answered any of our prayers I love somebody Mark Santino has been saying that we ought to do this he said pray and expect answers yeah. and he just kept saying pray and expect answers and we were like what are we supposed to do and he's like I don't know pray and expect answers and I love that when we show up and we pray and we expect answers we say listen it's not who's up front that's making the difference it's not because we got a good organization or because we got good branding that makes a difference what makes a difference is that we are praying and we're expecting answers and as God shows up he does what only he can do and so please fill those out before you leave today or bring them with you and come and fill them out and then bring them back and put them in that basket because we're going to be praying over them. Blessings in Jesus Christ. Jesus says this to his disciples. He doesn't simply say, uh, all right, well, good luck, guys, uh, going out there on your own. He doesn't say, well, by your own power, try to go do good things. No, no, no. Here's what Jesus says as he breathes on his disciples and says, receive the Holy Spirit. He gives this benediction, and uh, Chris, this is the very last slide. There it is. And we're going to proclaim this over one another as we go out to our week. He said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. Go in the power and presence of the Holy Spirit this week. Blessings in Jesus Christ.